tomorrow is the official Martin Luther King Day, but uh, every year on this particular time of year, um, I, think, I think we need to pay tribute to part of our history and to a great man uh, that I think was certainly had a mission called of God. And so today we want to share with you a portion of the speech that Martin Luther King Jr. gave uh, titled, I Have a Dream. And I'm sure you've probably studied this in school. Uh, there's YouTube videos everywhere, some original footage that was made. Um, and then uh, we're going to continue with the rest of the service. But we want to share a portion of that speech with you today. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are equal are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the son of former slaves and the son of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day, even in the state of Mississippi, a state dwelling with the heat of injustice, dwelling with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama, with his vicious races and with his governor having lips dripping with words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and little black girls would be able to join hands with little white boys and little white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted and every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed to all flesh and see it together. This is our hope, and this is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, and to stand up for freedom together, knowing that, there, that we will be free one day. And this will be the day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning, My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's bride from every mountainside let freedom ring and if america is to be a great nation this must become true and so let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of new hampshire let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of new york let freedom ring from the heightening alleghenies of pennsylvania let freedom ring from the snow-capped rockies of colorado let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from the stone mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from the lookout mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill in Mississippi. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. 
And when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty we are free at last. Amen. Thank you guys for that. I want you to continue playing for a moment there, Terry, if you will. Turn in your Bibles to Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 9. I think it's important that every man have a dream. I think it's important that every girl, every boy, every lady, every man have a God-ordained dream in life. Thank God for the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. Baptist preacher, Ebenezer Baptist Church down in Georgia. What a man. What courage. What boldness he had in his day to stand up on what I believe are biblical values and principles. I have a dream also today. And it's tied in to Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 9. Look, if you will, it's the scripture reading we had today. It's talking about the great throne, the mass multitudes that are around the throne of God, praising Him and worshiping Him for His redemption plan for all races, for all people, for all ethnic groups, for all social statuses, for all denominational parties, hello, for all mankind, God gave His Son so that all could be redeemed. And one day in heaven, He's going to gather all of those that have been redeemed around the throne of God. Think about that. Think about that. That day of worship where we are there with every race every ethnic group, every tribe. And it says in Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 9 that while they are gathered there, they sang a new song. And the new song is, Thou art worthy. You, Lord, are worthy. Not my religion, not my baptism, not my denomination, not my social status, not my president, not some mentor I may have. You, God. Everybody say, you, God. You, God, are worthy. Think about that, church. you got to understand, we walk in the doors of Victory Church, which we now are meeting in a school gym. It's not like walking in and out of Walmart. Hello? We are walking into and fellowshipping with and worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And one day we will do that in His presence. We will see Him. And there we'll stand around the throne. And we'll sing this new song. You are worthy, O Lord, to take the scroll and to open its seal because you were slaughtered. And you redeemed people for God by your blood. Get this. From every tribe and language and people and nation. 
whenever I read that verse of Scripture, there's something that swells up in my heart. You know, we think about what is commonly called the Lord's Prayer. And that's what we pray and we ask for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. What is God's will in heaven? Well, number one, He is in total control. He's in complete authority. But in heaven, here we see what I would love to see a picture of at Victory Church. We see people from all races, from every tribe, from every language, all people, from every nation, worshiping the King. My prayer, my dream for Victory Church is that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we will be a church where everyone is welcome, where there are no big eyes and little U's, where everybody is somebody, where it doesn't matter where you've come from, it doesn't matter where you've been, it doesn't matter the color of your skin, it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank, it doesn't matter how educated you are, it doesn't matter what your political status is, all that matters is that we can come together and worship the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hello? That's my dream. That's my dream. That our church could be a church where everyone is welcome. It's not like that everywhere, folks. It's not like that in every church. I'm amazed at the hate speech that takes place in church. I'm amazed at the political division that takes place in church. I'm appalled by the hate speech that takes place in church. I know our God is because that's not what's going to take place around the throne. All that matters is that you know Him.